Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'm going to be speaking with Jan Stringer, who is really interesting. She is the founder of Perfect Customers, Inc., and the author of Attracting Perfect Customers, The Power of Strategic Synchronicity and Being, which is B-E-E, Attraction, What Love Has to Do with Business and Marketing, and is also the co-author of Soulful Leadership. After 20 years of business coaching, consulting, and training, Jan's life took an unexpected turn and a new message emerged. Today, she is a highly Today, she is highly sought out as a psychic, clairvoyant, and Atlantean healer. Her new book is coming. It's called The Magic of Sacred Synchronicity. We're going to be talking about that today. And her blog is Psychic Dog Mom. She lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and shares her love of business through speaking, coaching, and training. Welcome, Jan. Thank you, Ronnie. Great to be here. How fun. Excellent. I'm, I'm really excited to hear about some of these things. First of all, I, I'm definitely a fan of Atlantis. And the minute I met you in that networking event, I was like, Atlantean <laughs> healer, let's chat. I want to know more about this. So that was fun. Why don't you tell us first about what this unexpected turn is and the new message that emerged? I was for 20 plus years, I've been a law of attraction teacher, coach, In fact, I was one of the older, you know, it's been so long ago since that was considered new, but I was one of the pioneers that brought Law of Attraction into business. And that came out with my book, The Attracting Perfect Customer book. So that's really been my focus uh, in the business community for, for those 20 years, attracting customers, who do you have to be? Uh, what what does love have to do with business and marketing? Helping I love people. that. I love yeah. that. By the way, can you tell? Let, let's just take a sidestep into what does love have to do with it? <laughs> it's really that you've got to love what you do, and that's what it has to do with. So, in in contrast, let's say to that, somebody might do something just for the money, or or maybe they. Like me, for many years, I worked in a corporation and I just felt like when I walked in the door, I checked my soul and then I picked it up on the way home. 
many of us have had that experience of doing something that they didn't love so they can get that paycheck. So I found out that in order for me to do what I love, I had to walk away. And that's what I did. And uh, I was able to walk away and do a lot of soul searching. It took me three years of delving through, you know, what do I want to do? Who do I want to be when I grow up kind of experience. And then I discovered that uh, it kind of like all came together. It gelled together. And so my career path has been to help other entrepreneurs do that in a lot less time. So that's what the love piece is, help people to tie their business into their purpose and uh, see if they're in a business already, is their purpose being fulfilled in that uh, direction that they're going or do they need to, like me, make some kind of a shift and change? Now, is that the unexpected turn and the new message that emerged or that's how you got into? I've had a lot of unexpected turns, but no, that wasn't the (laughs) one that got me to be on your podcast today. What happened is that I was business partners with my husband. Uh, I started the business and then my original business partner and co-author of the Attracting Perfect Customer book, she departed and went in another direction. And then he came on the scene and we took the business on together for about 13 years, did everything, you know, together. And in May of 2017, he died. Oh, and so, sorry. yeah, he, he had some heart issues and got very sick. And anyway, that, that was one unexpected twist and turn. Yeah. I mean, that started yeah. the beginning of it. I, I really felt like I was going in circles sometimes over the last four years uh, since he left. I was invited to be part of this Soulful Leadership book, which is actually a compilation book that I mentioned in my bio. I'm a co-author and so are 20 other authors. So I have a chapter in that book. And that was the catalyst that got me to remember something that I had forgotten. A couple of months before my husband passed away, I had done a VIP planning session with a, a dear friend, Alan Davidson, And we birthed, or as he calls it, he midwifed (laughs) uh, this new idea of sacred synchronicity. That was going to be my next thing. And because I had been teaching strategic synchronicity all those years, and uh, strategic synchronicity was about having a strategy and a plan. And when you get clear and focused on what your plan is, you are able to attract the kind of customers you want. Now, in this new evolution, sacred synchronicity popped up, but once my my husband died, I kind of forgot everything. So, fast forward until our COVID year, where all things were shaken up and stirred <laughs> and put in the blender, and, oh, yeah. and none of us knew what we were doing. I decided to be part of this book writing experience and write about sacred synchronicity, and that, that really start to evolve. And so that was, well, almost two years ago now. So that was one unexpected turn. Was it just one unexpected turn? It was a series of them because, you know, how one thing starts to change and then next thing changes, next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. I've just been a perpetual state of change. But what was really, truly unexpected, Ronnie, is that I had been a speaker at the Soulful Leadership Uh, event that they had virtually our COVID year. And I knew that if people liked my message, they were going to want more. And so I offered 
a complimentary session with Jan and that went along with the course that I was teaching. I had about 20 of these sessions on the calendar and I went through the very first one. She shared, you know, I said, well, how would you like to use your time? And I've been a business coach for all these 20 years, you know, like I, I work with people in that capacity. So she shared what was going on with her and, and just in a spontaneous moment, this is that unexpected turn. I just asked her, I said, so would you like me to respond as a traditional business coach or would you prefer to hear from the voice of sacred synchronicity? And her eyes kind of lit up. She got excited looking. She said, oh, definitely voice of sacred synchronicity. That was really the beginning of me stepping into this part of me that probably has been there all along. I've always, always been extremely intuitive. But it opened a door for me to bring forth uh, gifts, uh, being a psychic and a clairvoyant. I'm a seer. I haven't owned any of this up until this point, kind of like on the download. You don't really, you know, unless you get to know me, you, you don't really know that's all there. Because I could hide in the facade of business. And I did that very well for many years. But now it seemed all of a sudden this side of me wanted to pop up. And so that was that was the beginning of my unexpected new career path. Okay. Wow. Well, you know, I so understand what you're saying about owning, we'll call them intuitive gifts or whatever, because I had in 1990, I left my corporate job and went off to freelance. So while I was freelancing and building up a freelance business and I was in marketing, I also had time to explore my spiritual nature and reclaim my soul the same as you because oh my gosh I got it was a terrible seven years let me tell you but anyway my spiritual side expanded my business side was expanding they were happening at the same time and I kept them very separate so I really get what you're saying and 11 years later when I shifted my focus and became a love coach in 2002 I was using my skills but I didn't advertise that I was using those skills so it took me until like 2019 to decide that's it. I'm going to come out of the spiritual closet. And I totally know. relate. Yeah. Well, I mean, when, when you and I met, which was at that virtual networking event, not too long ago, I just kind of do, you know, we were going to do introductions. Yeah. I did that yeah. one. So many, yeah, I could just do that in my sleep and have to think about it. But I'm like, now what do I say? How do I say it? And I just doodled on my paper and I'm like, okay, I'm going to say that. I had never really introduced myself. And what I said is I'm a psychic coach and a Lantean healer. And then I'm kind of like, oh, I said it. I'm out of the closet, you know, out of the, you know, the cat's out of the bag. Well, how did that feel to claim that and speak it out loud and be looked at so differently than what you're used to looking, you know, because we were on a Zoom thing. So how was that for you? What was that like? Awesome. That particular breakout room that we were in, that happened to be a very exceptionally metaphysical group, you know, yeah. like luck of the draw. So I felt very accepted in that introduction. I felt great nice. saying it. Yeah. Good. And I, it was, it was good. Well, that is wonderful to hear. So, so let's talk a little bit about sacred synchronicity. I mean, I have ideas, but I want to hear what does that mean to you? 
I have been delving into this. It's a phenomenon. It's an experience. It's not like you can just nail it down and say, you know, do this and you'll get that. What I have noticed, though, is that when things start to happen that seem kind of out of the blue or you weren't expecting it, you hadn't planned for it. And then it happens. Like I meet you and I hadn't planned for that. I hadn't planned to do your podcast. I call that a sacred synchronicity because I do my homework, you know, like my inner work. I do that. I set the stage. I put myself in the right places with the right people. And then I think that's when the magic starts to occur. How it's different from maybe how I had worked with synchronicity before. Before I focused on strategic synchronicity. And that was a strategy. I have, I do have a really awesome strategy that I've taught for all these many years. That's still applicable. It still works. Yet you knew there was a plan. But in sacred synchronicity, it's it really is allowing the universe to bring to you what you're meant to be having. And when it's not coming to you, there's not a plan to go to necessarily. It's you to go to go to my inner work and what is it that me and my divine are creating together then when I feel really in sync is when these synchronicities start to happen I think that that's what sacred synchronicity is the magic of it is that uh, it starts to happen I love that when I've shared people uh, this concept I hear back from them going sacred synchronicity you know I had a sacred synchronicity and it and so it's kind of like you have the experience and you go, oh yeah, I get what Jan's talking about now. So I think it's, it's a concept, but it's also an experience. Those two words together have a lot of energy and I'm a fan of alliteration anyway, but when you put sacred with synchronicity, I think it just turns it up a big notch. You know what I mean? It just really turns mm -hmm. up the magic of the whole thing. I, I love synchronicities. And I have been experiencing more in my, you know, when I do gratitude work or when I do affirmations or whatever, one of the things I request is synchronicities because I know that's how I'm being guided and shown what's going on. When things start to line up, then you're like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. onto something. I have been in the last year, I would say, especially in the last six months, there's been a lot more synchronicities going on in my life. I know this guy on Facebook and I sign up for a summit that he's in. And then I interviewed Jenna Smith and she talked about Jocelyn Starfeather. And I never heard of Jocelyn Starfeather. Then I went to listen to the Telesummit and the first speaker, Jocelyn Starfeather. And I'm like, what? This is the kind of stuff that's been happening and it's been this great path. And then Jocelyn Starfeather, I got on her newsletter list, of course. Then she sent out something on the solstice, which I had never encountered before, all about how the reindeer for Santa had to be female because female reindeer only are the only ones with antlers in the winter. And then it turned out Santa was really a pagan thing. And Santa was really taken from female shamans who did wear red and all this stuff. But I never would have learned that if I hadn't signed up for the summit and talked to Jenna Smith and had that all come together, which I did my Christmas week podcast on the solstice and Santa was a woman and all that stuff. So this is what I'm talking about. And this is why I was so excited to hear more about sacred synchronicity. I'm curious for me, 
I feel like what creates that is what attracts it is for me is an openness, a request asking for it, a willingness to keep your eyes open. So I'm wondering what your take is about how to amp up the synchronicity. Have you noticed anything about that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the sacred synchronicity, I've been working with the sacred part, more of my divine connection. And I believe that uh, that has opened the door for more synchronicities. One of them is, is just, you know, what do I want? You know, what am I praying for? What am I asking spirit to send my way? And then just letting it go. Again, comparing to what I used to do before, I'd say, well, write it on your strategy, which is great because it's a, an exercise. It gives people things to do. I'm more now 20 years later that... I'm tuning into what that my thoughts are creating and wanting oh, yeah. to be more conscious yeah. of what am I thinking? What am I creating? I mean, I'm always attracting something, right? I'm all, there's always oh, yeah. no accident that X, Y, Z happened. And that X, Y, Z might be something you really enjoy and something that you really don't. The, the best way for for each person is to decide how do I want to be more sacred? Sometimes that there's a healing involved. Sometimes there's allowing myself to have more time, sacred time. Mm. And uh, I've been, I've been in really relishing my time around the holidays because I honored myself first. Like I really practiced self-care, self-love nice. above all else. And that nice. is, that isn't typically how it's been, but with, I don't know if it's just the timing of my life or the timing of the year, but uh, I wanted to really honor me first. And I needed sometimes to have that gap, that open space of, of tuning in time. I also have been using the nighttime as a wonderful programming time. I always pick some YouTube recording that puts you in the right frequency. So this is another reason that you start to have more synchronicities. It's your frequency, your vibration. Sure. And I sure. see those as two different things. Your frequency is your spiritual connection and your vibration is your outer connection, like huh. you're in your outer world. And that was a gift given to me by Barry Ocatel, who was given that gift from his guides. And when I started to see that, that I could be, my vibration could be coming up, and that's all great. And I'm producing some things in my outer world, but my inner world wasn't getting nurtured at the same time. I was too much in how can I raise my vibration just to get something. And so I think that the frequency and the vibration that one can go above the other, I've been working on raising my frequency. And so sleep time is a great time to do that. I, I encourage you to check out YouTube and you know, whether, whatever you're looking for, is it for clear your aura, you know, your chakras, balance, deeper sleep, manifestation of something, uh, whether you're looking for, you know, more increase financially and in abundance, or you want love in your life, you know, there's lots of things, but I think it brings an intention to the sleep, you know, like here's where I want deep sleep, but I want my frequency to stay high. Anyway, those are some of the things that I've been experimenting with and finding uh, great success. That really makes me think I never heard of frequency and vibration explained that way. Makes a lot of sense to me. It's funny because I've reached this point in my life, like 
I've often been, let's just say off the path of the majority of people. I also thought about goals because I've gotten to this place where I don't have any goals now. I'm done with the goals. And it's really funny because the year that I did a full marketing plan for myself was my worst year in business. <laughs> worst, the worst year. And all the times when I just flew by the seat of my pants and I just used my inspiration and creativity and intuition, I did much better. So I'm just not your normal average person. And so it's so interesting to think about attracting what you want. And that even that has changed for me. Like, what do I want? So I was so confronted by that idea because I want the synchronicities and I'm like, well, what do I want them for? Well, I want them for spiritual stuff. Like I was explaining earlier, synchronicities could be, like you said, they could be for business. They could be for love. They could be for writing a book. And you know, when I published my first book, I tried to work with like author house and all those things in the early 2000s and they couldn't make my timeline. I mean, really? I don't know how I did it, but you know, this is spirit working. I found a designer to do the inside of the book and at the last minute she bailed. And then some local guy from the, the chamber of commerce called me one day and he goes, do you need any printing? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, yes, actually I need somebody to print books on demand. Oh, we do that. He said. <laughs> and so it's just amazing how the synchronicities play a big role in your life. Having goals can certainly align with synchronicities, but it's just so interesting to see how things come together. Yeah, I believe this is me, my opinion, that after being a law of attraction teacher for all these many years, I believe sacred synchronicity is more powerful than law of attraction. Well, don't they, couldn't they go together? Yeah, they, they, it's not like you have to choose one or the other, but if you focus on law of attraction and you study it, it's, it's a lot about your thoughts and that sort of thing and stating your goals and having a direction. And sacred synchronicity for me has been more about following guidance from spirit. And that when I okay. tune in to what my guides and my spirit wants for me, then that's when the synchronicities start to happen. And so uh, I spent all those years, avid goal writer and all of that. I do, I like intentions. I like to say the word intentions instead of my goal these days. But mostly if something is brought to me, like something is, comes together, I'm meant to look at that. For me, like I, me and my guides, my spirit guides have brought that to me for a reason. And I get to do that. And it doesn't mean I just sit around all day waiting for somebody to bring me something <laughs> because I do have interest uh, that I'm interested in. I'm a writer. And so I like to write, but I have experimented more lately with just being in my, what does my soul want? And I've been asking that question more often when there's a choice. Um, well, what is my soul? What is my soul choosing for me right now? When I was starting to use the word psychic in relationship to myself, I found that a little bit of a big pill to swallow the word psychic, being seen as a psychic. Uh, <laughs> Even though I have gone to psychics for years, I mean, I'm, I, I, but you know, I didn't say I'm a psychic. I get it. But I, I had some friends visiting from Texas last month. One of them was a feng shui person. And, and I, I said, well, if you see anything in my house that needs moving around, 
tell me. I'm, I'm open to that. Well, I ended up moving a bookshelf, you know, which is quite a lot of work to take all the books off. But then you have to look at all the books you have. And one of the books yeah. that popped into my hands was called Psychic Pathways by Sonia Choquette. And I'm like, I didn't even know I had this book. But obviously I had, I didn't remember reading it. It had all these little post-it notes and highlighted. I didn't remember it. But the synchronicity about that is that when I opened it up, she defined the word psychic and it's a Greek word that means of the soul. Wow. I didn't know that. That was a message for me that I needed because I've been working with people of their soul under the cover of attracting perfect customers, under the business guys. In the work that I've done in the past, I have part of my work was to help people discover what makes them tick. That's how I uh, framed it. And really what that was about was what does your soul want? I didn't word it that way because we're in business. Try to make it more of a universal language that people could swallow. But before I did perfect customers, I was doing soul signatures and I would help people to come up with what their soul title or their soul signature was. When I read that that in Sonia's book uh, of the souls, I'm like, I've been psychic all this time. I just didn't know it because I have the gift to look into people's soul. I know that is a gift that I share with, with many people, but This is part of my gift to look inside of their soul to help them to see what they can't see for themselves. Oh, that is so wonderful. I love that. I love that definition because it takes some of that icky stigma away. Mm Like, yeah. like, you know, the neon signs on the, on the main strip where, you know, they'll do palm readings and whatever for $10, the psychic hotline, you know, 1-800 psychic hotline. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't want to be seen as inauthentic because I'm very mindful of how this comes across. So that was an important sacred synchronicity message for me. Yeah, that sure is. I love that story though, because that's what it's all about. What you're really talking about in a way is surrender because you're surrendering to your higher self to direct you rather than coming from your ego of what do I want today? You know, which there's nothing wrong with that really, but you're just operating at a higher level, which is what you were talking about changing your frequency. It isn't easy to do that, but it does change the course of your life. It does create a lot more synchronicities because of the very fact that you're aligning with the true energy, vibration, frequency of who you are. And so the more aligned you are with your God self or whatever, then the more easily things can come together. Totally makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. said. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to just give us like a little snapshot of the Atlantean healer piece? Well, this was one of the other unexpected turns, I would say, is that I've been doing a lot of sessions, one-on-one sessions with people. In some of those sessions, and many of them, if there's something that person is ready for of a healing nature, then I, I'm guided to take them into an Atlantean temple that I see visually. They don't have to see it, but I see it visually. It's a remembering because 
having these skills in Atlantis were everyday thing. We we had Atlantean healing temples. You're not feeling well, that's where you go. And so I started to invite people in when I saw the temple and and then different things would happen when we got in the temple. I'd just be guided on how to work with them the best inside of the temple. You know, some of this is a bit of shock and awe on my part. When a session would be over going, oh my goodness, you know, I, I had no idea. So I really, I am just a messenger, a messenger with a gift, I guess you could say. And I help people in ways that they haven't found in other areas. Nice. It's so funny because I went in the temple with you and that was quite, it was an experience for sure. And what I saw was really beautiful. I had a lot of colors and beautiful fabrics and stuff. Sure, It's always a personal experience, but it was very luxurious and comfy. It was kind of an interesting combination. I just relate very much to anything that's about Atlantis. I always have, that's really what drew me to you when you bit that out of your mouth and that networking thing. And I'm an Atlantean healer. I was like, what? I got to talk to that woman. <laughs> when I first started doing these healing sessions for people, uh, well, I, I have a dog. We go to the dog park every day. I have a friend that I walk with, two gals walking and talking sharing back and forth. And one day I'm sharing with her about these different sessions that I was having, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And we had just gotten kind of to the peak of the climate. I live in Santa Fe. So our dog park is 150 acres of trails and up and down. It's it's the most fantastic dog park ever. Yeah. And it just climbed up, you know, this part of the trail, it goes up and we're kind of at the peak. And I got to this place and I, and I was telling her about the healing. And I said, I might as well admit it. I'm a healer. (laughs) And I, I never declared that out loud in two seconds later. I tripped on a rock and I did a complete face plant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know what the relationship to that was, but it, it was a declaration that I said out loud, but I also was being reminded to be mindful of when you make those kind of declarations of who's around, you know, what, what's your environment. So I lost my footing a little bit in that and had to go heal my knees and elbows. Oh my God. <laughs> Myself, because that was kind of a big owie, but these are the kind of unexpected twists and turns of sacred synchronicities that have been happening, you know, just moments of revelation that who I am is different moments, things coming and transpiring that I didn't know was going to happen. Like, uh, that's why I talk about the psychic dog mom and my blog, because I didn't know I was going to get a dog, which she's going to now bark, <laughs> but I didn't know I was going to get a dog and I didn't know I was going to be a psychic. So I'm like, well, here I am. Jan's a brand new person these days. There you go. All right. Well, I just want to say thanks for filling us in about both sacred synchronicity and your turn of unexpected events. And of course, the Atlantean teen healer piece. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you. And I know people can find you. You have an email address you want to share and I'll put it in the notes too. Okay. Uh, Psychic.mom at gmail.com. There you, you go. Can write me directly and I uh, will write you back. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about Jan or have a session with her or whatever, that's how you reach her. Psychicdogmom at gmail.com. Fabulous. All right. Thanks again so much for being with us today. There'll be more soon. Take care, everyone. 
This is Ronnie and Ryan Love and Cosmic Coach thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertoolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.